<laughs> well, that's why I was like, are we recording this? No. Oh, shit. I'm going to show you the sun right now. This is fucking crazy. I didn't even... How did I not see this? How do I turn this around? Ugh. Just physically turn it around. Is it red? Oh. Yeah. Check it that out. It's got to signify something. I saw it this morning too, and I was like... And I saw some Toronto people sharing that red one yesterday. What is happening in the world? Crazy. It's crazy. It's gotta, it's gotta have some kind of, I think, it's gotta have some kind of property to it if you bathe in red sunlight. It's it has gotta- to be. <laughs> okay, so we are here. This is gonna be interesting. I don't know how often we chat, just you and I alone. So let's have some fun. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do a talk. We're gonna do a podcast. I don't know, like that, that word holds so much weight. So I just chat and then put it out to the world and hope some people listen to it. Um, yeah, love it. Now, I've got some questions, but I think we'll get there. But going into this, anything you can, <laughs> anything you, anything you want to get right into, anything you care deeply about right now at this time, or should I start firing off my questions? I think fire off the questions, and then I think we'll get there. Okay. Um, yeah. The first thing I wanted to know, and I'm really curious about this because I haven't heard anybody talk about it but as an artist how has the pandemic reshaped your strategy Mm. uh good question I think for me the pandemic really allowed me to um focus on the parts of the craft that I liked um and the parts that I needed to work on um for me live performance has never been my favorite part of being an artist. Uh, So I didn't feel like I was missing out there. Um, But it also then made me realize that I have to find something that's unique for myself and my brand. And how do I, um, how do I do that? So for me, it's been just like a lot of, um, a lot of time to focus on solidifying my brand and like how I want to present. And I think I just like have become more myself over this time and just like unafraid to show it like even my last music video bubble wrap like we literally I wasn't wearing makeup I didn't like plan it like it was just like my roommate had a camera and I was just like hey I need to shoot this video (laughs) we shot it in quarantine so it's like whereas before that wasn't kind that wasn't the plan (laughs) for my brand but it's something that I connect with and it's actually so much more me than anything else that we could have done Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, that being said, I think last time I checked, what, it was at like 55,000 views. So props yeah. to you for that. Congrats. Thank um, you. Being able to, you know, define your brand more, look at yourself like that. Is there, if there is, if there's not, it's fine. But is there specific things you've been able to pinpoint since that you go, now I know this is me now I implement this for sure in my quote unquote brand <laughs> anything definitive <coughs> colors hairstyles, um, yeah, so, makeup. yeah so I think it's um I think it's it can be like um I'm trying to choose my words mm-hmm. um everyone should like always says like be who you are like be authentic and stuff like that but I don't even think we have a 
a fucking understanding of what that is <laughs> because we're so influenced by everything around us. And it's just like, okay, if I choose not to wear makeup, I'm like Alessia Cara and um, Alicia Keys and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, it's just like, I just didn't feel like fucking wearing makeup that day. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to wear makeup again. It doesn't mean that that's like a pivotal foundational thing of my brand. It's just like, I'm just going to do what I want. And brand consistency is so important as an artist, um, which I totally get. Um, but I think what I've tried to do is be consistent in the fact of, of who I am as a person. Like I always show up the same. Right. If I'm wearing a full face of makeup or if I'm not. Yeah. So that's kind of how I choose. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. If that makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. So I've met you, I've personally met you at a time in your career where, and I hope I hit some hot points here, but. I mean, you perform on national TV, you've grown an amazing following and catalog of music. Um, I'm curious as to, do you have a story you can share with me where either something didn't play out the way you wanted it to, you had a failure, small or large, or something where there was a failure or a setback that actually led to a greater opportunity for you? Yeah, so um, I was signed in, I can't even remember when, I think it was like 2017, 2017, um, and like, I knew it wasn't the right fit for me, but I really wanted it because I was kind of getting tired, I thought that it would come a lot quicker, I thought, you know what I mean, like, I thought, like, when I first got into the industry, I was like, I have a good write voice and I can write a song. So like, it's gonna, like, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> and then it slowly started to like, um, reveal to me that it was like, okay, no, this is a business and you're an entrepreneur and you own your own business. So as soon as like that started becoming my focus, like my whole career changed. But up until that point, I was chasing like a contract for sure. And yeah, signing that deal for me, just it, like my ego got inflated for a second. I felt like, okay, cool. Someone sees me. And I think I just wanted that validation. And then of course, like, as in all the stories, like you go to LA, you get signed and then they do nothing with you. Yeah. Um, so luckily I was able to like, that contract wasn't like really tight. So I was able to get out of it, which was um, a blessing. And now we're here and it's like, okay. Um, like I would never go back and make the same decision if I knew my worth then and it, like knowing my worth now. Yeah, that's, that validation is so huge where um, yeah. and, and a divide in the conversation where today, especially with Kanye talking about contracts and all, but it's like there's the, mm -hmm. the, the up and comers or the newbies who have all of their, they, they have all their faith in, either a signing or something, somebody else doing something for them or something happening. Yeah. And they put all their faith in when this happens, I've, I'm going to make it. I'm going to experience yeah. success. I'm going to be where I want to be. And then you get to that moment in your career and that thing happens. You get signed. This happens. You get a placement or something happens and you're sitting on the same couch or balcony or wherever <laughs> you were and you go 
that's it? That's yeah. all it was? I thought it was going to be so much more. So it's that thing where like, I mean, everybody needs to go through it. They need their pat on the back. They need some sort of validation. Mm. I try to give it to whoever I can as soon as possible yeah. because it is such a, a pivotal moment in a career where it's like, wake up. You got everything you mm-hmm. need right in front of you. Stop wishing for that thing and stop making excuses for your lack mm-hmm. of drive or success because that thing hasn't happened right. yet. Yeah. Do you know what, like the moment that changed my life, like actually, if I could pin it to one moment, it was, um, I was in a session in LA, like I had, so I flew myself back out there because my label wasn't like the people I was signed with weren't doing anything for me. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to go get in their face because like, this is bullshit. And so I got out there and then I ended up staying at like one of like my managers that they had given me at his house because they weren't, they didn't think I was just going to show up. And I just showed up. I was just like, are you dumb? Like, I, I don't know if you don't know this about me. I'm not a very patient person. So I'm just going to show up. Um, and so anyway, n- they didn't make anything happen. Didn't make anything happen. I was there for about two or three days. And then finally my manager, he like, he just looks at me and he's like, I got you a session tonight. Like we're going to, so we ended up going to 1500 or nothing, like one of their studios out there. And um, I ended up working with this guy named Andrew Brenner. Like he was the engineer out there. And at the time, he had just started up there and I just like, I went in hot. Like I thought, I was like, I know what I'm doing. I have like my guitar on my back, my little kokanee beer jacket on. I think I'm like hot shit. Hmm. Well, not really, but I was like, but I was just like, okay, I can kill this. I record songs all the time back in Toronto. Um, so I did like, and it was dope. And like, I listened to that recording now and it was, it's like not good but like I thought like that was so good and right. and like and we were all vibing and it was like it was a jam but then the real test happened when I waited till like four or five in the morning for like one of their kind of like exact like recruiter people to come listen to my track and he gets in there and we smoke a blunt and he's like oh you're from Canada you should be able to smoke and I was like yeah I got you <laughs> so we so we smoked a blunt first and then we put the records on and uh then he looked at me and he said oh you're not all that wow (laughs) I was like I was like cool 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 and like in that moment it was just like like what are you gonna do and I'm like super emotional and especially when I'm tired and I'm surprised I didn't cry but I didn't I just kind of like I was like okay but like for him he he knew that like I didn't really know like the pocket I was sitting in I didn't know what key I was sitting in I didn't know like the BPM for the song you know what I mean like I just yeah I you just listened to the song written it and gone in I got this yeah like I was like I did what like I was always did but I didn't realize it was like training for like like the Olympics you know what I mean like everyone's trying to make it so then in that moment it kind of like he just pretty much told me like go back get mentored um like you know work on your craft like and so that's what I did. Like I got back and I just like heard that in my head. I was just like, no, actually know what you're doing. And to this day, I'm not like the most technically sound, but it's like, if I need to find an answer, I know how to find it now. Right. Um, whereas before I just, I expected other people to do the work. Dope. What a, yeah. It, like there's, there's levels to this and you might be the best in the room in all the Toronto studios. You might have the the most confident in Toronto students and you go to LA and there's someone three times more confident than you that will that will show you what mm-hmm. it's like to to have that experience um 
Wow. Yeah. And I think that's why it's like so important to like diversify who you work with in the sense of like, obviously you don't have to like get into bed with everyone that you, you write with or like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to, people get so like nervous about like, oh, I don't want to be associated with that person and what they do. But it's like, you might go and learn something completely new, like a different stat. Like I've been the most challenged when I write with people that I don't necessarily always work with. Um, so yeah. Writing. For writing. I'm curious as to, do you have any rituals when mm. writing music? Anything that you do to prepare yourself? Anything you do every single time? Any rituals? Um, I write a lot. Anyone who knows me, I'm a pacer. So I write a lot when I'm walking, I find. Um, and I find like a lot of times if I'm not getting out like in nature if I'm not walking enough like then my creativity kind of gets a little tapped hmm. um but that's like something I'm just like recently noticing of like the moment because like as I've like retraced the moments where I've done the most amount of work <clears throat> and uh like and I feel like I've felt the most fulfilled um with my writing has been in moments when I was yeah just like doing a lot of walking listening to a lot of music um you can get trapped inside between like your car and the house a lot. Definitely. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, more sporadic, I think more instead of, I didn't know if, you know, every single time I go to this room in the house and I light this candle and then that signifies, no, it's just inspiration spur of the moment. Yeah. And I think, I think I'm to the point in my craft now where it's like, I can choose when I want to do it. Yeah. Whereas like before, I think it would just be inspiration came and I had to do it like right now. And I think that like sometimes I do have that, but like a lot of times I can like just like meditate on situations and feelings and really think them through. Whereas like, I think writing like has evolved for me in that state, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you hit on a really cool word there. So let's talk about it. So meditation as an artist. Mm -hmm. If you do have a practice, how has meditation helped out your artistry? Uh, meditation is like, I think everyone needs to do it in whatever form they need to take it in. And I think a lot of people don't realize that meditation doesn't have to look like we think meditation is. Um, so I think that it's like educating yourself on, on what meditation could be like for you. Um, because I find a lot of different forms of meditation. Um, and I think for me, it's made me finally learn to be still or, or force myself. It was like a militant yeah. <laughs> peacefulness that came through, through, through meditation for me. And like, I still battle myself all the time yeah. uh, with it. And it's not like a, oh, you start doing it and then it's like suddenly you're a magical mystical being and you can do everything. That's not how it works. It's like, no, it's like, it's a practice and it's, it's hard, but it's okay. worth it. Um, you and I have a recording session coming up. Yeah. Now we've worked together, but we haven't worked artistically like this yet. So I want to get some insight on it and uh i want to see it's the end of october but what do you want to work on we got a session we're going to record some tracks what do you want to work on mm -hmm. um i have a song with heiko one of the guys from the community 
And um, yes. Uh, so I think I really want to do that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's like, it's a really cool record. Um, it's kind of a song about myself to myself, which is really cool. Um, and it's a little bit of a like slower R&B jam, but I think, I think it'll be cool to work on. Okay. Any idea of what kind of layers we'll be doing? We'll even a lead layer, some stacks in the hook. I got some ideas for ad libs on verse two. Any ideas there? Yeah. So like the beauty about this song is um I wrote it like last year. Okay. So it's had some time to marinate a little bit, you know what I mean? So so some songs you'll go in and you'll be very like, okay, like let's let's just like paint together you know what I mean and it, and it'll just like become what it'll become um and so I think like the nice thing about this song is it's already had some time to develop so we can really get into like the technical side of things and and really like see what that's like to to get in there and then like obviously ad libs and stuff like that that's always playful for me um I never really plan things like that so there'll be like elements I think of both of like like the technique and then also just like learning how to like ebb and flow out of your creativity as well i like that see i was going to say this is a special session where we're actually inviting in producers and engineers to watch the magic to see what's going on um and i'm wondering mm -hmm. if you can be self-aware enough to look at yourself in a studio environment from an outside perspective can you name or list anything that you think would make this session special to watch and to attend and to learn some sort of studio etiquette or engineering thing from watching Amber J do her thing recording music? Um, first of all, you could go to any one session and watch them. <laughs> so it's not, it's, not, um, it's not that I'm so special or anything like that. I think that it's more that I'm really interested in Kind of showing my process and what I do and I have been a studio coach before um, for quite for quite a few artists and so I've just like um, I'm really interested in sharing like my knowledge and I think that there's something special when you can kind of bridge um, like technique and dealing with people but also like really keep that strong creative side um, and so I think that's something that we don't always talk about in the industry and people aren't quite sure how to do um, but I think like yeah if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last thing I've got, but, and uh, feel free to pass it <clears throat> it comes, but I'm, I'm curious, from your perspective, what stage mm -hmm. in your career are you at? Mm, great question. Um, I would say I am on the verge of emerging. <laughs> what does that mean um i was just so so i was actually it's funny that you're asking me that because i'm in uh, i'm doing a course right now with uh lorraine lawson from lawson vocal studios and we were just like talking about this last night and she was pretty much just saying like a developing artist like she broke down the phases of being an artist and it's like the developing emergence and that emerging and then established and as she like described what was in all of those which is just like as what you can expect like from local notoriety to national and then when you've made it international and have like kind of like multiple countries 
like fucking with you essentially then you're more established um like Alessia Carr and Drake for me they seem like established artists well obviously Drake but like Alessia Cara uh, like Jesse Reyes I think that she's like there um uh and that's just like from what I'm noticing from our generation like the older generation like Brian Adams like those kind of people Shania Twain like those are the notable like um uh arrived artists I guess so I would say that in all of that I am um I think that I am in between developing and emerging at this point in my career um just because I wear a lot of hats and I do a lot of things so it's like it depends what you how you want your career to be right very much so yeah yeah you do wear a lot of hats sorry I know that was a little I, I know that was a lot of a rant well, but it's like, yeah. exactly what I'm looking for wow really cool um that being said that's all I've got so is there anything you want to get into is there anybody you want to shout out is there any topics you want to explore or brainstorm or is that today for our gracious listeners I think that like to summarize uh I think that we need to like continue to search for authenticity and like real ways in our lives and figure out like what are things that you've been programmed to believe about yourself and who you are and who you're becoming and that includes your brand if you're an entrepreneur artist producer if you're in the music industry right now it's like um we need to be wise with like our time and our energy and where we put those things and so like that's really important to me um that people like start taking control of their lives back in very real ways and that's like like I want to hear songwriters write about real things like <laughs> I want to I, I want us to like lyrically take music back and like let's create records that like we're proud of and that like when we look back in 10 years, we're like, I'm so glad I made that record instead of like, I'm kind of embarrassed I made that record or like whatever, like things hold memory in time and place. And I don't think that that's like necessarily a negative thing, but it's like, like, let's just like keep that in mind when we're making music, whatever part we play. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, thanks for hopping on the line with me today. Awesome. And thanks, let's do this again sometime soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love to. All right, have a great day. Yeah, you too. See ya.